Hey there, mommy. So you started a business and you're wondering how moms everywhere are making it look so effortless. Maybe you haven't taken the entrepreneurial plunge yet because you're still trying to figure out what the heck is step one and where is the time to even execute it. I get it, you're busy. Being a mom is a full-time job and some, but I'm here to encourage you that being a mom and being a boss can exist in the same space. You are listening to the Busy Mompreneur Podcast, where we are using systems to make life a little bit sweeter. Welcome back to another episode of the Busy Mompreneur. Just want to say thank you for hanging out with me for another day, you guys. It really means a lot to me that you tune in and you really just take time to listen to what I have to say. So today, we actually have a guest on the show, so you won't be listening to a lot of me, but we're going to have some nice conversation. My good friend, Bianca McGee, is here, and we are talking all things finance. Specifically, we're talking about cash flow. So... Um, how I came to know Bianca, we are actually in the same business network. Am I safe to call it that? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Business network. It's called Sista Biz Global Network. It is a network for women of color who are business owners and they provide us with all kinds of resources from funding opportunities, speaking engagements, and opportunity to just learn from one another, get expert advice, really just have a community. Being an entrepreneur can be very lonely. (laughs) So having um, your people or finding who they are is essential to your business growth. So I had the pleasure of coming to know Bianca through that platform, and I am so glad that I did, which has afforded us this opportunity today. So Bianca, welcome to the show. Thank you, Priscilla. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. So what I would like for you to do is just to tell the people a little bit about you, your business, and then the types of people that you like working with. Sure, sure. So as you mentioned, I'm Bianca McGee, and I'm the founder and CEO of PPG Accounting. And that stands for Plan, Profit, Grow, because that's exactly what I do. I help female founders to plan ahead strategically so that they can build profitable businesses and grow in a sustainable way. And I primarily work with service-based businesses that have the majority of their revenue coming from either programs or project work. So that would include like agencies, coaches, and consultants. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm sure we have a number of people who are listening who fall into those categories. So you're going to learn a little bit more about Bianca and what it is that she does and her expertise. At the end, we'll definitely give you her contact information, but keep your eyes not your eyes, your ears. <laughs> um, just listen up and then um, you'll be able to contact her if you choose that you want to connect with her later after the show. So let's dive right in. Today we are talking about cash flow. So as a, I don't want to say bookkeeper, are you you're a CPA? Correct me. I'm not a CPA. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have my master's in accounting and 20 years of experience in finance and accounting, but I call myself a cash flow strategist, financial coach, and virtual CFO. That works for me. All the expertise. (laughs) (laughs) So as a cash flow strategist, what are some of the things that you find yourself teaching your clients that you work with? What's a common theme there for you? 
Yeah, there are a few, but um, I guess something that I'll highlight is just what you mentioned. You know, there's definitely, I think, some confusion around the different types of financial professionals that are available Mm -hmm. um, to small business owners and the different level of expertise that each one brings and what they can do for your business. And so what I find a lot of times, um, one is that the the finance side sometimes seems to be an afterthought. So it's not uh, given as much hype, if you will, as the sales and marketing, Mm -hmm. uh, which is very important. But the financial management and strategic planning is just as important as sales and marketing. So helping them to understand that, but then to also understand, you know, that in order for your business to grow and for you to be profitable, the support that you need goes beyond a bookkeeper and a tax preparer. And so Mm -hmm. it's helping them, you know, to see that because you don't know what you don't know. And so then that's where I come in to to help to um, educate ones on that. I agree. I agree. Um, I often find that same assumption with people who are trying to work with virtual assistants. Um, mm-hmm. They're not all created equal. <laughs> so the person that you want to, you know, schedule your your appointments from day to day isn't the same person that's necessarily like tracking your metrics or like giving you or forecasting for you goals or even setting up your your tech systems. Like those are two different levels of virtual assisting. (laughs) Yes, yes. Very true. Very true. And it's the same with accounting. You know, you can kind of think of bookkeepers as more so hindsight. Um, Mm -hmm. So you think about the classification of transactions and that's very, very important, right? Mm -hmm. Because it helps to ensure that you're in compliance and it also lays the foundation for where someone like myself can come in and help you to think strategically, you know, about your business and be able to use that data that the bookkeeper has complied or compiled in order to make, you know, strategic decisions Mm -hmm. um, and to Mm -hmm. help you to grow. So we work together. But it definitely is a different skill set and a different outcome depending upon who you're working with. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Perfect sense to me. So what are your systems that you're using with your clients or even in your own business to help you manage your cash flow? Yeah. So I think that what's really important, again, is to have that foundation in place for money management system. Mm -hmm. And again, this goes um, somewhat back to you know, the emphasis and priority that you want to put on financial management. And so just before we get into the system, just to give you like a few statistics, just so that you know why I continually say that this is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, So the number one reason for failure for businesses can be tied back to issues of cash flow or financial mismanagement. That's like 82% of businesses that fail. Wow. And out of that, 29% of them are running out of cash. And interestingly enough, 70% of those are profitable. So it's not just, you know, a matter of being profitable, which is very, very important, but it's also looking at that day-to-day management of it. Mm -hmm. And so what we find a lot of times sometimes is that business owners manage their business finances based upon their bank account balance, if you will. Mm -hmm. But that's only as good as what has already come in and hit or landed, if you will. And so that's where it's important to take it a step further to be thinking about the future 
thinking about future revenues that you have coming in, thinking about future expenses that you have to pay, what needs to go out, seeing, you know, who hasn't paid yet in their past due, right. all those types of things. There are just multiple pieces that come um, into play there. And so I'm all about technology and trying to be more efficient with the way that you're doing things. And what you find a lot of times is when people are starting out with their business, they may be using spreadsheets to do things, which is definitely better than not doing anything at all. all, Right. But one thing that I've found um, is that there are different levels, right? Depending upon the complexity of your business. But a starting point would be using a system like QuickBooks online. And they've actually just rolled out a feature for cash flow management where you can bake in all of those different moving pieces so that you can see how your money is flowing, you know, and trending so that you can reduce the chances of having, you know, any issues there. So right. that's one that I would recommend for for the business side of things. And then also a software called uh, or application called Mint for the personal side. And so both of them are by Intuit. So you have the same login and password, you know, and all that kind of thing. And they work somewhat similar. So it's not like having to learn something, you know, totally new and different, but it gives you that visual and helps you to plan ahead for what's coming in your business and in your life. Very nice. Um, Mint is a new system. I don't think I've heard of that one, but I'll definitely check it out per your recommendation. (laughs) And it's free. Mint is free. So that's awesome. Even better. (laughs) Even better. So what we would like to know is cash flow. What would be some tips around managing our cash flow? We know it's like a simple basic equation. Really, it is like you have to... (laughs) spend less than you bring in right um but it's all I believe I'm safe to say that it's more a habit thing with people so what are some tips that you know you share with your clients that you work with surrounding their cash flow yeah that's a great question so it is an equation money in (laughs) <laughs> minus money out <laughs> right be your cash flow and it's either going to be positive or negative you're going to have um, some left over or you know you're going to be in the red or in the negative it's a few things one is it puts you in a different frame of mind in terms of thinking ahead mm-hmm. so it's bringing in some skills maybe that you haven't used in the past perhaps but you can you know be taught and um, and develop the habit for that and then like you said that also in terms of establishing the habit, having a set time set aside in order to work on the finances of your business. Many entrepreneurs are probably familiar with hearing people say, you know, have a CEO day, right? That you use for planning. And sometimes people may think, okay, that's my day to do my content or the sales and marketing aspect, you know, of your business or your planning. But there should also be financial tasks that are included in that. And so again, kind of what we talked about earlier, you know, some of the things you want to look at are what's the revenue that I'm going to have coming into my business, you know, over the next month, over the next three months, whatever your planning period is. Thinking about, again, the expenses that are coming due, which ones are, you know, reoccurring you have every month, but then also thinking ahead if you're having, you know, this is going to be a launch month that's coming up for you. What are maybe those expenses that, you know, are one time only around certain situations, you know, that you have in your business and factoring, you know, those things in so that you make sure that you're not missing anything. Um, And then also, you know, figuring out 
like I say, if there are people that are outstanding and that haven't paid you yet and following up with them, you know, on that so that you can get those payments in timely. So it's really looking at the sources of the money in the sources of money that's going out and then seeing where you have any gaps if you do, Mm -hmm. and then thinking about ways to close those gaps, you know? And so those are definitely some strategies that are tied to that, that a finance professional, you know, can help you depending upon your specific business um, cycle and, and those various aspects to give you some real details on how, you know, to do that. Right. Right. That's really good. I like how you mentioned like those one-time things that happen like annually or quarterly, like they really do give us enough time to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. So recently I had to do the renewal for my business licensing and I'm in the state of Nevada. So it came out to be like about $400 for the renewal instead of waiting until the last minute, like you can prepare four months prior to the expiration date or, you know, six months prior and put, you know, $50 away or $100 away or whatever it's going to be. So that way it's not just a huge chunk that you're waiting for. And that applies in business and personal too, like you were um, saying too. So great point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm glad you you mentioned that because, you know, that's something else that goes into that planning. So kind of what I described was kind of more looking, you know, as you are in the in the moment, in the heat of the moment, if you will. But you also want to have a longer term view. And like you mentioned, to be able to save up for different things that may be coming so that you can, you know, spread that out or even you know, in the online world, you may find that your uh, revenue, especially if you're launching, that it's not, you know, an even um, situation and that you have some fluctuation in seasonality into, you know, months where there's a lot of income coming in and some that are lower. And so by looking out, you know, into the distance and being able to plan out your year, you're able to know where those peaks and valleys are. Um, and it helps you to see that, okay, let's say I had this huge, you know, launch and I've, you know, captured $25,000. Well, I know what my expenses are going to be for, you know, the next three months or whatever until I launch or I open, you know, card or I bring on new Mm -hmm. um, clients. And so I can set aside, you know, and budget for that by taking some of that money to be able to cover, you know, the expenses that I have coming in between kind of that valley time frame. And so that's really where planning can help you in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Saving for a rainy day, but you know the day, exactly (laughs) (laughs) when it's going to be. Yeah. So with these principles, like how are you teaching your children about cash flow? Because our listeners are moms, they're moms in business. um, And we want to take, you know, these skills that we use at home and apply to business and even in business and apply at home. But, you know, our children are watching us. So how are you teaching your children about cash flow? Yes, yes. So I think that um, it's so important. It's so important to involve them. It's so important to freely talk about money because, you know, we are shaping their thoughts, their beliefs, their future habits. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about, you know, money, I think that I want um, my daughters to understand how I make money how I spend money, mm-hmm. how I save money, and how I monitor my money. And so when you think about, um, because again, that ties in with, you know, how money's coming in 
and how it's going right. out. Exactly. So helping them to see, you know, how to make money on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's my older bonus daughter, you know, she's of age, so she actually has a job and my little one is six. Um, so it's about giving her, you know, tasks and assignments and different things. And that's something, right? We can have them working in our businesses that can also be used for tax purposes. Yes. So consult your accountant about that. But helping them to see that, to earn, you know, money and understanding and connecting the activities they do with making money. Then when you think about in terms of spending it, having a spend plan or a budget in place, right? And that can be across the board. So for instance, we all like to make our target runs. And so, you know, having (laughs) a spin plan in place. And that's one thing I have to do with my little one because she will hit the dollar spot girl or let's go to the toy (laughs) aisle. I'm not going that way. Right. (laughs) And so beforehand it's talking about, okay, what's our spin plan when we're going into target? Cause we need it just as much as they do, right? Exactly. We, we're picking up all <laughs> kinds of things. One thing and come out yes. with 20. <laughs> okay. So that's helping, you know, to reinforce that, that we have a plan and we're going to stick with the plan. We may see other things along the way, but then let's add that to the plan, you know, for maybe the next time that we come. Or you don't want it to be so rigid though, right? So then mm-hmm. you can also make a decision. Well, is this new thing that has come up of higher value than what we had on our initial plan? If so, then okay, let's swap it out. You know, so it's like having those teachable moments in everyday life to help them, you know, to understand that. And then when thinking about saving and monitoring, we all know about having a piggy bank, you know, for Mm -hmm. for our little ones. Um, One thing that we would do is actually go in and, you know, counting out the money and then helping her to connect the actual value of the money to the things that she wanted, right? So this is what this gives you buying power, you know, for and saving up if it's something it's like, well, that's more than what you have. So we're going to spend a little more time, you know, saving up so that we can get that. And so, you know, monitoring, they can see the piggy bank going up. And now that she's older and have a bank account for her, you know, that's something that we will do and monitor. And so I um, will be including her like in my money dates that I have during the week where she can, you know, do the same thing with her money. So having her beside me and actually participating in it and mm-hmm. and making it real. And then just the last thing that I wanted to say on that is just, um, you know, as a financial coach, I think about this a lot in terms of your money, you know, mindset and the words that we use can have so much power and can impact um, not only our life, but that of our children. And so when we're thinking about things and how we may phrase it, like um, it's too expensive or I don't have the money for that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, that's telling them something and that sticks with them and with us as well. So, you know, an alternate could be let's save up for that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of we don't have the money for that, maybe asking the question, how can we get the money for that, you know, to help them to develop those skills and to be resourceful. And that's the same for us, you know, and especially as entrepreneurs, we have to believe in ourselves and being able to create the money that we want in our business. And so that can start with the thoughts that we have and the words that we say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Affirmations and um, our our self-talk 
whether it be positive or negative, it's going to affect us. Another thing I wanted to mention to bonus daughters or bonus sons, I call my bonus kids the same. So yeah. that's <laughs> Yes, yes. They add yeah. a little spice to our they, life. They add a little spice, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but yeah, definitely language because I can just remember, you know, for myself growing up, you know, I heard those phrases like, oh, we can't afford it. You know, there's no money for that. And that definitely shaped my thought process and my relationship with money. Whereas now debunking and, you know, unlearning (laughs) all of that, um, it's more in the creative space of, you know, what can I sell? What can I create? What service can I do in order to make up whatever is lacking or make up the difference or just create that stream of income? Because it's all energy. Yes. <laughs> As yes. I've learned, it's all energy. It's flowing in and it's flowing out. You just make sure that, you know, the pieces are where they need to be um, when it's time for it to, you know, start moving. But I really like the point that you said about getting the children involved and, you know, having them witness you make decisions about money and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's just so huge because talking about it it just brings forth so many different questions because kids, especially little kids, are very, very curious and they don't know what they don't know unless we teach them. So, yeah, great, great point. Um, so what I did want to actually ask is your business journey. How did you come into PPG? Oh, girl. So it was a labor of love for in- mm-hmm. for, for sure. It will actually be I'm coming up on two years um, of being in business and I'm so thankful for it it definitely was not a linear journey um, Mm -hmm. and have uh, challenges you know along the way but I really once I had my daughter and a series of other events in life with family members as well as me having some health issues and burnout from being in corporate I knew that and I was looking for a way that I could use the skills that I had, that I could be helpful with helping other women and working with people that I wanted to work with and having freedom. And so um, a motto, if you will, that I have for myself is that I want to be free to live and free to give. Um, And so I wanted to do that. And this is, you know, a mompreneur podcast. I also always had the thought that, um, you know, I was corporate climbing the ladder. And I thought when I had my little one, you know, she'll just go to daycare and I'm going to go back and hit it. (laughs) Girl, I had her and I was like, I don't want her out of my sight. I don't want to, you know, and so it completely changed my life and, and what I wanted and the values. And so then what I decided is that I wanted to build a business based on my values, based on my priorities. And i truly feel, I mean, everyone's different, right? You can't say a hundred percent, this is the right way. This is the wrong way to do things. But for me, entrepreneurship was the way or the key for me to be able to fulfill my desires as a businesswoman, but also being present for my family and being able to also take care of myself. And so I felt that it would be such an honor to be able to go on that journey as well with other moms um, to be able, like I said, to use my skills and abilities to help them also fulfill their dreams and building their businesses and being able to live the life of their dreams. So that's how PPG came about. I love it. I love it. So for the mom who's listening, 
Bianca mentioned that she is just approaching year two. So let that be encouraging for you. And as for myself too, I just hit year two for my business, but we are, it's been actually three years that I've been in the virtual space. So it's never too late to start. (laughs) It's never too late to start. Take your idea, your God-given idea, and you run with it. You will be scared. Do it scared anyway. But just continue to lean into your gifts and into your talents. And scripture says it's going to make room for you. It's going to put you in spaces that you never thought. Your name is being talked about in places that you've never been. So someone's waiting for you, whatever that product, whatever that service is, but you got to put it out there. (laughs) You have to show up. So yeah, that's our time for today. Before we head out, though, I know that I know that someone wants to connect with you, Bianca. So tell the people the best way um, how they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Plan Profit Grow and also on LinkedIn at my name, Bianca McGee. Awesome. Awesome. And I believe there is something else that you want to leave for the people. So I'll let you share that too. Yes, yes, yes. I would love to. So as I mentioned, I am very passionate about seeing women and especially mothers um, succeed in their business. As Proverbs 31, 18 says, she sees that her trading is profitable. And that is what I would like to have all of the ladies in my sphere be. And so what I am going to do is to volunteer uh, some of my time and to give five strategy calls for cash flow to the members of your audience, Priscilla. And the way for them to find that is to go to planprofitgrow.com forward slash mompreneur. And then they can book a call with me and uh, we can make sure that they are set up appropriately um, and having the support that they need so that they can be profitable. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for volunteering your time and reaching back to pull somebody else. Yes, um, so important. Uh, yes, it's so important. So there are five slots with somebody's name on it. I don't know who they belong to, but hopefully you snatch them up really, really quick. And I hope that this episode, it was helpful for you that you were able to glean a few tips from this and you know get some encouragement, of course. So that is going to be our time for today. I just want to continue to encourage you to be you be blessed and be a blessing before we I want to say dismiss oh my goodness <laughs> we, are we, in, we are in class girl yes we are <laughs> yes before we close out I just want to say a quick word of prayer acknowledge our heavenly father and thank him for the time that we were able to spend on today the gifts and the talents that he's poured into each and every woman that's listening and that you use your funds wisely um, that you lean into information that you seek out and that you connect with people who are going to help you um, in the area of your finances and cash flow and that each and every woman's business will be overflowing with abundance in Jesus name. Amen. So you guys have a great day and we'll catch you next time. Bye.